0: This is What The Flux, I'm Brett. And I'm Justin, and it's Monday the 11th of September. Juzzy boy, last week we spoke about CryptoCasinoStake.com mm-hmm. having over $60 million stolen digitally. Yep. Well now, the FBI has uncovered that it was a notorious North Korean <laughs> hacking group that did the job. Wow. B-Man, speaking of hacking and rigging, have you ever heard of the Australian-Romanian dude who rigged the lottery, won 27 mil? I recently found out. Yeah, fascinating story. It is going wild in the flux out. And if you haven't seen it yet, You've got to check it out because you do not want to miss the basic math trick. Three mind-boggling stories today, Juzzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first, Australian Super, Australia's largest superannuation Mm -hmm. fund, is in hot water for costing its members $69 million in extra fees. Not the super, tell (laughs) me more. So Jazzy Boy, Australia Super is the biggest super fund in Australia. They invest over $270 billion on behalf of their millions of members. But according to ASIC, there were 90,000 Australian Super members who had multiple accounts with Australian Super. We're talking 69 million bucks in fees for duplicate accounts. But Brett, Australian Super has already refunded the amount to its members years ago. So why is ASIC suing? Well, they flagged it with Australian Super in 2018, but Australian Super only rectified this issue in late 2021. And B-Man, when it comes to superannuation, and of course the value of compounding, every small delay counts. So what is the key learning here? Compounding is often called the eighth one of the world for good reason. It allows your money to grow exponentially over time. In other words, today's dollar could be worth a lot more in the future. All right, so in the context of superannuation, this is particularly critical because these are funds that are meant for your retirement. Let's run the numbers, B-Man. That $69 million of lost admin money today could potentially have grown to $182 million in 20 years if it grew at just 5% per annum. That's why it's so important for funds like OzSuper to act promptly and responsibly. And swiftly. And B man, we have a great article in the Flux app all around the eighth wonder of the world, compound interest, how you can make it work for you. For our second story, Apple's value dropped by over 190 billion US dollars late last week after China announced plans to ban iPhones in government <laughs> organizations. Ooh, sounding a lot like a bit of tit for tat here, B man. So <laughs> tell me more. Okay, so as we know, Apple is an absolute behemoth. Mm-hmm. We're talking market cap over 2.7 trillion uh-huh. US dollars. But Late last week Apple's market cap Dropped by over 190 billion US dollars That's because Chinese authorities Told government workers That iPhones Will be banned In all government agencies And now Brett The current ban Is only aimed At government employees Which is expected To be around Half a million iPhones Per year But the concern Is that the ban Could expand to All Chinese citizens In the future Which is around 45 million iPhones Per year Yep We don't judge The population By humans anymore It's in the number (laughs) Of iPhones And Brett That could spell A mini disaster for Apple because China is their biggest foreign market. And also its largest manufacturing base. So what is the key learning here? When politics and business collide, no company is safe. You see, B-Man, when national interests clash, like China and the US, companies that are operating across both of these countries are often caught in the crossfire. And right now, Apple is no exception. We know that many countries like the US, Australia, they forced their own government employees to remove TikTok from their phone. Western countries are trying to reduce their reliance on Chinese hardware and Chinese software and it looks like it's the same vice versa. But for Apple which earns one fifth of its revenue from China it seems like it may just be collateral damage. Mm-hmm. For our third and final story Nine Entertainment is primed to secure the Melbourne Cup broadcast deal after Seven West Media pulled out of the running. The race that stops the nation or at least used to is causing some beef between mm. the broadcasters. Gallop me through this one chuzzy boy. <laughs> Alright well Seven West Media is the media arm of the Seven Group that also owns the Seven Network. They also trot around with the (laughs) West Australian and also the Sunday Times newspapers. Now, B-Man, Seven and the Melbourne Cup, they go together like a punter and it's losing betting slips. In fact, the Melbourne Cup was on Channel 7 for 17 years between 2002 and 2019. But now, B-Man, Seven Media has been scratched out of the bidding war Mm. to cover the Melbourne Cup for the next six years. And Jazzy Boy, with no other channel left in the running, it looks like the deal is a... One horse race. Nine, or should we go with nine? (laughs) But Brett, here's the interesting part. Nine will be buying the rights off Tabcorp. That's because Tabcorp is required to offer the rights to a free to air network under federal anti-siphoning laws. So what is the key learning here? Anti-siphoning laws are designed to keep certain cultural or sporting events free for the Australian public. Think Olympic games, the Commonwealth games, AFL grand final, international cricket, where the Aussie team is playing. And of course the Melbourne Cup. These laws stop pay TV channels like Foxtel mm-hmm. from getting exclusive broadcasting rights to these significant events. And excluding millions of Australians. Think of it like free-to-air broadcasters getting access to the pre-sale of these events. And that means Pay TV can't buy rights to these events unless free-to-air broadcasters have already purchased the rights first. Often there's a competitive bidding process to secure these rights. But B-Man, for the Melbourne Cup, it looks like there's not a lot of competition going around. Stefan Mandel, the mathematician. What does that mean to you, <laughs> B-Man? Well, until a few seconds ago, just. Boy, I'm not sure, but wow, oh wow, that video in the Flux app is mind boggles McGee. So if you want to hear about how a humble man located in Melbourne won 27 million US dollars from the lottery, it's all covered in the Flux app videos. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.